the Joburg Zoo, when last have you been to the zoo? Not talking about Zoo Lake, but the, the Joburg Zoo. I can recall, well, you know what? Uh, that's probably one place that you had to go uh, in Joburg when you visited simply because uh, there weren't really any other places to go anyway. Um, of course, I'm talking about many years ago um, with all Durban's issues and all Durban's problems, beach-related and otherwise, maybe we should be the last people to talk. But if you had to go down memory lane, not talking about 2023-24, if you had to go down memory lane and you had to you know, find yourself in the greater Joburg area, maybe Fitas or somewhere, back in the day... Uh, you know, your your your, cho- your choices for recreation may not be, uh, you know, all that um, all that broad. Uh, yes, granted, uh, you know, uh, Carlton Centre, all of that was much more safer. You could go and have a good look at the uh, at Joburg from the top, but beyond that, uh, you know, what the zoo had to feature somewhere. Well, it has. It's been a hundred and twenty years since one of Joburg's most popular local and tourist attractions established. Hundred and twenty years, right? Joburg Zoo is one of the most popular local and tourist attractions situated in the leafy northern suburb of Joburg. You know, Rosebank, that area there onwards. It it, it covers 55 hectares of land founded in 1904 and the land donated for recreational use by Herman Eckstein. The good news for Joburg residents is that uh, in March this year, the Joburg Zoo will in fact commemorate this important milestone and the rest of Joburg residents that have never been to the zoo, it'll cost you 20 rand a person. Let me get a little more in, information about this here. Well, what about us non-Joburg folks also? I mean, do you have to show, show some Joburg ID? Um, you know, to enjoy the zoo over the March period. We discuss uh, this um, this milestone with Jenny Moodley from the Joburg Parks and Zoos. Uh, good afternoon to you, Jenny. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for hosting Joburg City Parks and Zoo. We're quite excited. We've got a birthday uh, lined up, and we want to share that with your listeners. Jenny, uh, the Joburg Zoo, absolutely iconic. Everybody in the country, of course, who visited Joburg at some stage, looking forward to visit that zoo. But how is the how is the zoo these these days? I mean, take us through a brief, maybe minute and a half timeline of where it all started to where it is today. Yes. Um, yeah. In the, um, as you know, it was donated by Herman Exian. Uh, it was part of a timber plantation originally. And in 1903, the mayor of Johannesburg at that point, St. John Carr, um, received an offer of 200 acres, about 81 hectares, that is, of freehold ground from the, uh, from, um, Herman Exian on behalf of his family. He was late at that point. And, um, the city went on to receive it officially in March 22 in 1904. Uh, it was officially ha- handed over to the city of Joburg. And so the area that we also familiar with around Zoo Lake, the South African National Museum of Military History, the museum, and then adjacent to that is the 55 hectare zoo that was officially transferred to the then Johannesburg Town Council. Uh, mm. Subsequently, we had a very generous donor who started um, initially, he donated two lions and a leopard. And over time, it expanded to include a rhino and an elephant, um, Asian elephant and a camel, who were at that point uh, trained for rides. Of course, in this day and age, that will be totally unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, remarkably, though, the deed of gift clearly stipulated that there will be no segregation. So at the height of apartheid, 
this place was donated with, a, you know, the proviso that this land will must be used for all the people of Johannesburg. And I think that's one of the reasons why that space became so iconic. Mm. Subsequently, in the 1960s, the zoo underwent a significant transformation and a transition from um, iron and concrete cages to open and landscaped enclosures, making it more uh, friendly, more user-friendly for the animals in particular. And so today, when you stroll through the zoo, you're seeing a lot of hard work that went through. Uh, and, you know, we've had amazing milestones. Also, everybody knows Max the gorilla. Um, mm. Max, uh, a Western lowland gorilla, um, of course, tragedy struck when a criminal entered Max's enclosure while evading the police. Max was shot and wounded during that confrontation. And he survived, um, sadly, he passed in 2004. We also know that the Joburg Zoo house uh, was home to Africa's last polar bear which was Wang, and um, Wang was born in 1986, and he arrived in South Africa, and I recall celebrating a Valentine's Day, the year, unfortunately, Wang lost his partner, GB, and we had, uh, GB died in January, and the month in February, on the 14th of February, we celebrated Valentine's Day to cheer up Wang, so it was quite an emotional and uh, an amazing event. And then, you know, the zoo went on to uh, get involved with Makoko the gorilla. Makoko mm. was a 210 kg gorilla who was airlifted during the height of COVID, taken to on the support. Uh, we had a pre-op um, scan and then this followed with another operation to remove a polyp in his nose. Mm. Sadly, he too passed. So, uh, you know, these are amazing milestones and... Uh, uh, and, you know, the people of Johannesburg uh, have been absolutely supportive in terms of all these developments at the zoo. Jenny, zoos and, of course, the Joburg Zoo, as you alluded to in the 1960s, has come a long way, where it was simply only recreation. You see animals in an environment that was absolutely foreign to them, concrete and steel. And, and then the realization of, you know what, you need a better, uh, you know, enclosure, uh, mimicking uh, or doing your very best to, to copy and to, uh, uh, you know, to create a natural environment for your, uh, you know, for the, for, for the animals. But also zoos playing an important role in the preservation of many species uh, and, and there's a number of species that saw, uh, you know, zoos play a pivotal role in their preservation. I mean, the oryx or the Arabian gazelle and, and such type of animals found success, you know, in such type of enclosed environments. Not all animals, but certainly there has been the show of success. Over the years, Joburg Zoo, I mean, have you internationally contributed towards um, the preservation of certain species species that would have otherwise, well, maybe, never know, maybe, you know, would not have made it. Absolutely. I think one of the more recent ones was the Pickersgill reed frog. Uh, the Joburg Zoo played a crucial role in the conservation of the Pickersgill reed, reed frog. And, um, and uh, you know, much of the, the project started with us um, developing protocols and systems and uh, later a partnership with the KZN Wildlife led to the breeding of the Pickersgill reed frogs. And, and for many of us who don't understand, um, these reed frogs play a critical role in, uh, in containing um, you know, much of the diseases, especially found around the mosquitoes. So it eats up the mosquito and, and of course, uh, you know, that, 
that can impact on, on our, our human species. So, yes, we've got that. We've been involved with the, um, the vultures, our birds. We've, uh, we've got a series of programs around that, conservation programs. So, yes, the Joburg Zoo is part of the World Association of Zoos and Aquaria. Um, we basically lost our membership that tells you how strict the World Association of Zoos and, uh, and Aquariums are. Um, when we had a, a, a number of, um, of um, animals coming through during a peak winter in Europe, and sadly when they got here, they were not in a good condition. They had to be put down and was not treated that as a, quite a serious issue. So our membership was taken for over two years and we had to work to retain it, to, re- well, to get it back. So that, these are some of the, the critical initiatives that we've been involved in. Uh, but, you know, conservation and bio, biodiversity for endangered species, you know, we do serve as a Noah's Ark. They're not just conservation and, and uh, for endangered species. They act uh, for education and awareness. Those are a powerful educational platform for research and scientific advancements. We know that we work very closely with the medical school. We have in-house veterinary hospital uh, at the Joburg Zoo. Um, mm. particularly around climate change and habitat preservation. So there are these sort of initiatives, but also to connect with people and, and get them to be inspired by nature. So zoos now more than ever matter, and we are encouraging residents to become part of that narrative to change that perception that why visit a zoo um, the animals are in an enclosure. I don't want to see my child. Don't want my child to see an animal in an enclosure. So we are trying to change that narrative. But we know that um, you know some people have already made up their minds. So we're working to change that narrative when it comes to our youth. When it comes to the undecided middle, we're saying you need to visit the zoos of today. They modernize, they compliant, and they certainly a place for recreation also. Finally, Jenny, before we conclude, of course, 120 years, uh, amazing milestone for the Joburg Zoo. Many memories across multiple generations. How are you all commemorating uh, this, uh, this milestone here this year for, for Joburg residents and, of course, for the country as well? Yes, um, I think, you know, we're all on a high. We want to continue with that. So in the month of March, the zoo is dropping its entrance fee to an unbelievable 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 rand for everyone, yes. Um, and this is to explore the zoo. But we've got a few activations lined up. So there's a zoo trot on the 10th of March. Uh, we then have a senior citizens picnic on the 14th of March. And then, of course, we culminate with the zoo birthday bash on the 21st of March, which is, of course, Human Rights Day. So we can expect um, at the zoo trot, uh, we'll be giving away 120 medals. There'll be birthday cakes, jumping castles, and, uh, of course, our happy, snappy uh, photographer. Uh, for the senior citizens' picnic, there'll be live music. We, uh, we're asking our visitors, our senior citizens, to hop onto um, the safari. We call it a safari to see the Big Five because we do have the Big Five at the zoo. And then there's the zoo birthday bash, which is the grand finale. And, uh, yeah, again, live music. We're going to have face painting. There's going to be an extravaganza for kiddos. Everything from um, educational to animal encounters. And all this starts from 10 until 4 p.m. Uh, for the month of March. So, we, so we're so saying 
gather your family and friends, embrace the spirit of adventure and be part of this historic celebration to mark the 120th year of the Joburg Zoo. Jenny Woodley, thank you so much for joining us on radio this uh, this evening here to talk to us about that well-important milestone of the Joburg Zoo and uh, have a good uh, rest of your week ahead of you, Jenny. Thank you so much.